All right, so here's my review of Islamic Coin. This is a cryptocurrency with its own native blockchain, and it's advertising itself as being Islamic and Sharia compliant. First, let's go over some principles. You don't get any credit with me for just using the word Islamic. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry nowadays is using the word Islamic whenever they want to market something to Muslim people. Something can be Islamic without using the word Islamic, and other things can be anti-Islam and call themselves Islamic. Practical Islamic finance is only Islamic to the extent that we uphold the principles and values of Islam. Similarly, Islamic coin or any other product that uses the word Islamic is only Islamic to the extent that they do the same. The second principle, which is perhaps an expansion of the first, is that words don't count in my evaluations. What I look at are actions and incentive systems because they allow me to predict what future actions will be. Every crypto project on earth has, as their stated objective, making the world a better place in some way or another. No one said we made this crypto project in order to enrich the founders. Frankly, whatever your mission statement is, is for your own internal consumption and should be used to guide your actions internally. What I care about, as I mentioned, are actions and incentive systems because what is incentivized is what eventually happens. So with that out of the way, let's get started. On their about page, things that stood out to me were ICN Network Limited is the developer of the Haq blockchain, the first Sharia-compliant decentralized ledger, specifically designed to follow the rules and traditions of Islamic finance. If this statement is claiming or implying that they have the first decentralized ledger that is Sharia-compliant, then this statement is misleading and false. All decentralized ledgers are, by default, Sharia-compliant. And so we're clear, let's make sure we understand what a decentralized ledger is. Decentralized in the world of crypto simply means that there's multiple copies of the information that are not centrally stored and not centrally controlled. A ledger is simply a place to record information, like an Excel spreadsheet. So the claim they're making is the equivalent of saying, we're the first Sharia compliant spreadsheet. This is, in my opinion, an abuse of the word Sharia compliant because it implies that the other ones are not. Also noteworthy is that Haq, which is the name of their blockchain, is proof of stake. Proof of stake basically means that the more coins you have, the more control you can exercise over the system. In proof of stake, you can think of the tokens themselves sort of like shares in a company. The more shares you have in a company, the more control you can exercise over it. And similarly, the more tokens you have in a proof of stake system, the more control you can exercise over it. This is especially problematic when the project starts out by giving the initial supply to a few people. In these cases, these people end up controlling their project and in fact increasing their control over time because they are incentivized to. So let's look at Islamic Coins white paper to see how their initial distribution will be made. According to their white paper, the initial supply will be 20 billion, and it will be distributed as follows. 2 billion to the Evergreen Foundation. They say this is for charity, but actually, they mention Evergreen DAO also may fund activities necessary for the Haq Network evolution. Key decisions are made by a council that consists of Haq Network validators whose contribution to the network's stability and security is the greatest. Now, as we mentioned, in a proof-of-stake system, 
the validators that have the greatest contributions to the network's security and stability are the ones with the most tokens. Therefore, these people are the ones that control Evergreen DAO and decide where the money goes, which could include anything that serves the project itself. So this cannot be considered as charity, and it will in fact, in all likelihood, be a very self-serving fund. So continuing with their initial supply distribution, 5.5 billion will go to partners, boards, initial supporters, promoters, and market makers. Noteworthy here is that there's no mention of any automated process of selecting these supporters and promoters and market makers that get these 5.5 billion tokens. And therefore, I think it's safe to assume that the same people that control Evergreen DAO will end up making the decisions about which people in these mentioned categories will get how much of these coins. Another 4 billion of their initial supply will be distributed through an initial private sale. These coins will be sold to qualified private investors. There is no way to tell who these private investors are, how many coins they're getting, and how much these coins are being sold to them for. Another 5.5 billion will go as business reserve and ecosystem development fund. So in addition to the Evergreen DAO, which they can use for this purpose, there is an additional 5.5 billion coins, which will be used for public distributions, operational costs, business development grants, and other ecosystem focused activities. And then finally, of course, 3 billion for the founders, as if all of the previous distributions were not enough. So of the 20 billion initial supply, in my estimate, fully 100% of where this initial supply goes is controlled centrally. It's not decentralized in any way. And based on the principle that I mentioned, what gets incentivized happens. I think it's very reasonable to assume that a select number of people will get the majority of these tokens they'll be able to exercise control over the network and the project because after all, it is proof of stake and they will make this project do whatever serves them the best. If I'm being completely honest, I've never seen a crypto project that was so fully serving of the interests of the founders in such an obvious way. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, where is the Islamic part of this project coming from? Why are they calling themselves Islamic coin? Is it the fatwa that's on their site that does the very important job of saying that their particular spreadsheet is halal? It seems the only wrinkle that this project has offered, which, by the way, other projects have claimed as well, and that may be related to something Islamic is the following. They mentioned that each time a new Islamic coin is minted, 10% of the issued amount is deposited into a special evergreen DAO for further investment into projects beneficiary for Muslim community or given to Islamic charities. Well, we've already seen the problem with this, which is that evergreen DAO doesn't necessarily have to spend its funds on charity. It can be spent on activities necessary for Haq network evolution. And the decision on where the funds are spent and what constitutes activities necessary for Haq network evolution is controlled by whoever has the most tokens and from the initial coin distribution. This is clearly the founders and whomever they select. 
In conclusion, I have rarely seen not only crypto projects that are decentralized, but just traditional companies that are as centralized as this particular project. I couldn't find any attributes that make it deserving of the Islamic label whatsoever. And further, I couldn't find any practical utility for this project or justification for its existence in the first place. To me, this is radioactive stuff. I wouldn't touch it. Subscribe for more. With salam.